Ni hao ma. Something like that. How are you doing? Uh, and nei ho, nei ho wa. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. That last part was Cantonese. Same thing, though. Saying the same thing. It's Tuesday, August 8th, 2023 A.D. Those are guys who caught that beginning. I like to make sure that the stream is going. YouTube is usually the slowest to catch on, and indeed it is extra slow because there is no YouTube today. I am live on other alternative platforms, including Rumble, Odyssey, uh, not cozy at this point, uh, DLive, shout out to the DLive crew. Is the Facebook crew here? Uh, Facebook, are you there? The, fa- the faithful few. The proud. Kick.com slash the Hake Report. I may even be on Twitch. But anyway, uh, what are we going to cover? We shall cover everybody's apologizing. Oh, oh don't do that. <laughs> Jamie Foxx to the Jews, like I covered yesterday. I'll rehash it a little bit today because it's interesting. Uh, Somebody liked his post on Facebook. No, on IG, same thing. And uh, she got in trouble for it. Jennifer Aniston, she hit like on that now-deleted Instagram post about Jesus. uh, If they killed Jesus, what are they going to do to you? (laughs) Who's they, Jamie Foxx? This black actor, right? Supposedly a Christian, according to some... Conspiracy theorists. And, uh, and now Neo. Neo. You know the guy who, ma- who made that song, Miss Independent? Such a nice song. It's probably not Christian, but it's a nice song. Miss Independent. She got her own thing. That's why I love her. <laughs> so I like it. I, I am a softie, like Obama. <laughs> uh, he's apologizing to the... Or, or is he? He's apologizing for you being offended. We got that much, for sure. <laughs> His publicist put out some groveling thing. Fire all the publicists. Give me a break. I will cover also some brainwash men. It is Men's History Month, who happen to be black, okay? So I point out brainwashed black men. And blacks are targeted for brainwashing. More so than anybody else, and then everybody else is falling along with them. Ridiculous. But Wayne Brady is being supported. This Wayne Brady guy (laughs) is being supported by wolves in sheep's clothing, known as the mainstream media and female liberal uh, minded politician. I mean, uh, suckers, people on Twitter. Some George Floyd fallout, that Asian man. That Asian man, he was sentenced to like four years or something like that, 57 months in a prison or jail. Two thou. AAPI History Month, man, was a couple of months ago. Well, he's going to be history in the slammer for a bit. Wow. And uh, some other things, educators, propagandists, teaching TikTok history that you might not learn in schools because... Black history is not taught. <laughs> it's a puff piece from CNN. I like to, uh, I guess, make fun of CNN stuff. So all that, hopefully today, right? We'll see what we have time to get to. And your calls, if you would like to call in. But anyway, everybody, let's get right on with the show! 
doing i am fine i am wearing my leonard skinner t-shirt sent to me from dave david i think from ocala florida thank you man it is a small large you know it's a size large so it uh fills up my whole upper arm the sleeve is not all short not all tight around my shoulders nice and uh, it's cool. It says Leonard Skinner. It's Men's History Month. It's a, as bands go, as musicians go, all musicians are girly. Rap is not music. So uh, you're okay, Hassan. <laughs> rap, is not, <laughs> rap is not music. So uh, Hassan and Big Bump and Joel Friday TV, they are manly rappers. <laughs> uh, uh, but as bands go, Leonard Skinner, you know, sort of, uh, my sense of them is that they're fairly masculine. They're all dead now, huh? They're all the original founding members, are they all dead? Rest in peace. Hmm. Freebird, 1973. Wash it, it will tighten up. Yeah, hopefully so. I'll have to grow into it and get strong. I'm like Bruce Lee. <laughs> I, uh, I exercise and don't show off the muscles with all puffy muscles that don't let you move around. <laughs> okay, uh, and I'm not going to be playing Leonard Skinner. I don't even know any songs except for a couple of them. Uh, so we're going to be playing Christian music, okay, for the breaks. <sighs> Everybody's apologizing. Black men are apologizing. What? What are you apologizing for? So yesterday I told you about Jamie Foxx. I showed you... Actually, could you pull up his posts uh, from yesterday's folder, if you're able to, Hassan, there? Jamie Foxx is that black actor. He played uh, that blind man, Ray Charles. In that movie. Got an Academy Award for it, I think. So the far-left foreign outlet, The Guardian, uh, posted, this ar- posted this article shared by the far-left females at The Skim. Uh, Jamie Foxx apologizes after Instagram post draws accusations of anti-Semitism. And there's his apology, right? We're showing it right now. I want to apologize to the Jewish community, says the actor, uh, who clarified that his post about fake friends, and uh, earlier Hassan showed you that they killed this dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. And he, it was directed at a fake friend who betrayed him. Oh, so this guy was not being very manly, you know? He was kind of rant, ranting. He was sort of preaching because he was hurt, maybe? Or is he being an alpha? Was he being an alpha or a beta by venting like this? 
Was he venting? Because men should not have to vent. Or was he just preaching and passing on a lesson? A good lesson. I thought that it was a good lesson at first. But maybe, you know, you don't know his motivation. His motivation may have been female. Shout out to the females. Not the good, not the tough uh, kind of female. Uh, the actor Jamie Foxx has apologized after that social media post from him drew accusations of anti-so-called Semitism. So his post on Instagram said what I, what I said. 55 years old this entertainer is. Deleted the post. He deleted it. After, uh, yeah, there he is. That's the picture of him. In case you're not familiar with who this person is. I don't think that's his real name. Uh, Deleted after fellow users asserted that it echoed the hateful belief that Jewish people, all together as one, crucified and killed Jesus Christ. So writes this Ramon Antonio Vargas. On Sunday in the far-left foreign outlet, The Guardian. It's a British outlet. And I call it foreign because these are not British brothers writing this. Vargas? That's not even a British name. That's a Spanish name. Ramon Antonio Vargas. So they have a Spaniard writing in The Guardian? Anyway. uh, (laughs) When they say, oh, the Jews did that to Jesus. They say, the Jews killed Jesus. Uh, I don't, I've never heard that Jewish people all together as one crucified and killed Jesus Christ. What? The idea has been used to justify violence against Jews for centuries. So writes this uh, Ramon Antonio Vargas in uh, The Guardian. Such as during the Holocaust. Oh, that was why they did it in the Holocaust? Maybe that was one added excuse for the anger or something like that, I guess. When six million were murdered in Europe by the Nazis, so writes Ramon Antonio Vargas in the far-left foreign outlet, The Guardian. A major document signed by the worldwide Roman Catholic Church's leadership during the Second Vatican Council in 1965, which was a liberal thing, I think. Am I wrong or am I right? Catholics, let me know. Or historians. A resident historian? I don't know if Asmodor, our resident historian, is around, but, uh, but he's a fellow Catholic questioner, critic, <laughs> along with Haig, uh, officially condemned the idea that Jews were collectively guilty for Christ's killing. Yeah, I mean, I, I never knew about this. I remember reading an article, uh, some black accused the Jews of being uh, responsible for Jesus' death, and I'm like, I thought that we all we're responsible because he died for our sins and that he was, you know, supposed to die because uh, that was part of the God's plan. As the line from that one guy who thinks he's Egyptian calls into my show and Nick's show, Frederick says, God's plan. Anyway, so why would be mad about at the <laughs> Jews? <laughs> anyway, on set, over that, you know. I mean, a lot of their evil spirit remains, and that same evil spirit remains in all of us. But anyway, on Saturday, uh, Fox, this Jamie Foxx fella, published a new Instagram post which contained a mea culpa, my fault, from the actor. It's not your fault, sucker. (laughs) I want to apologize, and that's what Hassan was showing at the, uh, when I was talking about it, to the Jewish community and everyone who was offended by my post, 
that's their fault. You're not responsible for their feelings, their assumption that you meant that or that other people would use it and, and they blame for their ill will. People are going to say any, take anything that anybody says and use it for their own ill will. So there's no use taking back anything that you say, especially if it's true. He made a true statement about fake friends, I guess. I now know my choice of words has caused offense, and I'm sorry. This is a rehash. Again, I covered this yesterday, but I want to get to a, a f- interesting details that I didn't know. To clarify, I was betrayed by a fake friend, and that's what I meant by they, not anything more. <laughs> what do you mean, they? <laughs> anyway, Fox's apology concluded with an expression of love and support for everyone, including the Jewish community, along with an offering of deepest sympath- uh, apologies. Deepest apologies. That sounds like a PR statement. makes me want to spit anyway it says meanwhile Fox wasn't the only actor to be ensnared by his Instagram controversy Jennifer Aniston according to Hassan would be called an actor a female actor but because Hake is anti calling women actors because they don't they're not on the same level as men as actors I call them actresses (laughs) I feel like actresses has been around since before feminism. But actually, feminism started with Eve, right? So maybe I'm wrong. But we have a friendly and totally non-under-the-current uh, disagreement on that. Hassan and I do. Anyway, this Jennifer Aniston actress, or female actor, if you prefer, uh, she liked his post. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, go show, show the bad one. The supposedly bad one, the black one where he says they killed Jesus. Jennifer Aniston liked this, uh, this negative post. Hassan, show that. Yeah, that one. There you go. Look at it. <laughs> she appeared to have clicked the platform's like button. How petty is... And Hake is, is bringing this to you. A major outlet called The Guardian found it fit to show the, the pettiness... Because human beings are so petty, make it a whole international story about it. <laughs> she, she hit like, allegedly, on the platform's like button, on Instagram's like button, <laughs> on, under Fox Deleted, They Killed This Dude Named Jesus post. She has, re- she has since released her own statement condemning anti-Semitism. And they, and they uh, combine all the word together. Normally, anti-Semitism is which is supposedly hatred for the Jews, right? Based on their Jewiosity, Jewishness, whatever. Uh, not based on... Anyway. It doesn't exist. But anyway, they usually it's hyphenated, but now the activists who have become journalists and are influencing the so-called journalists, who are activists themselves, have forced them to put it all in one word. Anti-Semitism. This really makes me sick, says Jennifer Aniston. Is she a Christian? I mean, she doesn't act like one. She was in that dirty show, right? Friends? Ugh. Uh, She posted it on her Instagram stories thing. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. What? (laughs) And more importantly, I want to be clear to my and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds. I do not support anti-Semitism, she wrote. And she spelled it all in one word with no hyphen? Kiss up. 
and I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind. Period, she said. Yeah, right. Yeah, right, lady. That's why you got divorced, right? Wasn't she married to, like, Brad Pitt or somebody? If you didn't tolerate hate, period, then uh, you wouldn't have divorced your husband. Well, I don't know. I don't know the details. Maybe she was a second wife, which isn't a real wife. <laughs> you guys, I disavow that wrinkle hands bing bong. She's a woman. She's a real woman. Or a female, actual female. Uh, sucker. So she had to apologize for hitting the word like, give me a break. Uh, when she says she didn't like it or on purpose or by accident, I think she meant she didn't like the anti-Semitism as a misunderstanding of it by people who don't even understand anything. Give me a break. So uh, he, he apologized. Uh, music producer Brian Prescott wrote, anyone who has been around you knows that you have no hate for anyone, he says, except for white people. Didn't he say how awesome is that? Or has he apologized since then or disavowed that? Talking about shooting white people in that movie Django Unchained. The actor Portia Coleman wrote, People can't even speak anymore without someone being offended. You were clearly talking about someone you thought was a friend who turned out to be a backstabber. Society is so sensitive these days, she says. She laments. On podcast host, host Mark Birnbaum, who is Jewish, He's a good cop. Uh, wrote on, not a cop, but I'm using big, good cop as like a metaphor, you know? Wrote on Instagram that he found Fox to be the most inclusive, non-anti-Semitic person out there. He's got nothing but love for everybody, including us Jews, uh, Birnbaum said. Let's move on to the next nonsensical story of the day. Or nonsense story of the day. Maybe Lin Yenchen prefers nonsense because it can be used as an adjective. Did she prove it to you, Hake? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Whatever. Why are you making claim? Did she prove... Anyway. Why am I arguing about that? Uh, in 2017, this Jamie Foxx per- performed at a bar mitzvah-themed party. Why? is He's an actor, a singer too, right? I guess. In honor of the singer Drake bar mitzvah themed party in honor of Drake who's Jewish and black and Canadian <laughs> as well as at a Jewish fans bar mitzvah what a mess uh, anyway oh he said that a couple weeks ago he by the way he, he got sick people think it's from the vax and I disavow that <laughs> even though I'm not on a platform on which I need to do that but I don't know um he said he went to hell and back, forced him to endure potholes on the road to recovery. A couple of weeks ago, he said it in a video. He thanked those, he thanked his supporters. He dismissed speculation that he was paralyzed or blind and said, I'm coming back, I'm able to work. His daughter posted on IG some months back that he was, had a stroke or something, right? Something crazy like that. 55 years old, won an Academy Award for his portrayal of Ray Charles in the 2004 film Ray. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, he, came, he became ill back in April when he was filming some Netflix show with Cameron Diaz. Is she white or is she white Hispanic? Diaz. I don't know. 
or neither. So that's the race, Charles. I mean, not Ray Charles. Jamie Foxx. Rest in peace, Ray Charles. He died. Uh, let me move on to the next fake apology story. And I do mean fake. Even this uh, singer himself admitted it was fake, seemingly. Oh, I do not have... Oh, I don't have the clip for you. Darn. I am ill-prepared today. Neo. You guys heard of Neo? I started to reference that song, Miss Independent. Miss, M-I-S-S, Independent. That's the only song from Neo that I know. Oh, yeah. I, okay, I'll, I'll post. I'll post. Ah, okay. Ugh. I'll post the IG thing in the chat, and maybe you can uh, find it and, uh, and uh, download it. Yeah, I think that there's a download button on your phone if you want to make the clip for me, Nick. Dang, that would be awesome. Nick on the case. Nick may come through for hate. Uh, if not, we'll play it another time. Uh, Neo apologized for nothing. Or did his publicist. Or did he, too. He also apologized. Oh, there, there might be bleeps. <laughs> but uh, Nick's, Nick's going to put it together for hate. Isn't that nice? So, uh, he, and so I don't even know what he said. Exactly. But I come across on my Twitter feed... Neo Compound. Oh, I don't even have this screenshot of his. Talk about mess. Do I have his, his apology? I can't get his screenshot. I'll drag this screenshot into the folder. I have no idea. Uh, I have no idea what, what, he, uh, what he said. Okay? I just know that he's apologizing, and then he's not apologizing, but he's sort of apologizing. Okay? So let me drag this into the folder, Hassan, into this main screenshots folder. I come across this. Neo Compound tweeted, and you know, he's, Neo is my age. He's, well, he's a little bit older. 43 years old. And so he doesn't use Twitter. He, uh, he uses Instagram. That's where all the blacks are, the older blacks. They're on Instagram because that's where normal people are. They're not on Twitter. Normal people are not on Twitter unless you're an activist or into journalism and news and stuff. But Neo is not into news. He's into his own life. He has like seven kids to take care of. He's, he'll say in this clip that I'll, I may play from you. Am I pronouncing his name correctly? N-E-Y-O-Y-O. So I see this tweet. I'd like to express my deepest apologies. And it's a screenshot of, I guess this is him holding a mic stand and a mic, a mic stand slung over his shoulder, wearing a hat and looking like a performer with some clouds, I guess, in the twilight background behind him. It's kind of a cool photograph, I guess, or, or image. And then it has some cool... Uh, Center, centered paragraph apology thing. After much reflection, I'd like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that, it's whom, I may have hurt 
with my comments on parenting and gender identity. What were his comments on parenting and gender identity? I don't know, and I don't care. Really. Because he's Gen X. Gen Xers don't fall for that mess. Normally. Especially if they're normal people who... This guy was a singer from, like, a young age, I feel like. Uh, Relatively speaking, anyway. I've always been an advocate for love and inclusivity in the LGBTQI plus community, he says. Or somebody states on his behalf. (laughs) Purportedly under him. So I understand how my comments could have been interpreted as insensitive and offensive. Gender identity is nuanced. And I can honestly admit that I plan to better educate myself. Edumama Kate. I used to call it Edumacate. I should call it Edumama. Edumama Kate myself on the topic so that he can become more of a mama protecting the evil in the child so that I can approach future conversations with more empathy because he spoke on uh, parenting and so-called gender misidentity, right? Neo and James Transfer Hassan, Nick says nice, cool, thank you awesome uh, at the end of the day at the end of what day? I lead with love and support everyone's freedom of expression and pursuit of happiness. <laughs> and Nick bleeped the, uh, the, the curse word known as D-A-M-N. And normally he wouldn't, but he bleeped it for Hake. For Hake's sake. <laughs> and so that's, that was posted August 6th. I came across this on one day, I forget. Oh, uh, by the way, okay, So let me give you a slight bit of context. Also on August 6th, uh, Fox News, Big Bump is giving me the tip. Fox News reports, Neo scolds parents who lets kids make life-changing gender decisions as minors. Forgotten their roles. If you let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day, he's going to do that, Neo said. Yeah, they don't know what's best for themselves. They don't know who they are, where they've been, who they, something, something, as long as you love them. R&B rapper, I mean R&B performer, not a rapper. Neo slammed parents. It was in a conversation on Vlad TV with Gloria Belez, rapper and father of seven opined that people who allow their minor children to receive puberty blockers or hormone treatments, uh, arguing that they've forgotten their role as a parent. Parents have almost forgotten what their role of a parent is. Okay, so this is better than, it's better. I shouldn't have said I don't know, I don't care. Uh, some of you guys have criticized Hake for not being prepared or researching. Okay, that's fair. Uh, it's like, his real name is Schaefer Shimere, Shamir Smith. S-H-A-F-F-E-R, first name. Middle name, C-H-I-M-E-R-E. Thanks, Big Bum, this is awesome. Uh, last name, Smith. Nice American name, right? Keep that sl- slave name. Because it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to reject. What, you're going to reject your ancestors? dishonor them because they took the the name anyway it's like okay if your little boy comes to you and says daddy i want to be a girl and you just rock with that let him rock with that you just let he's five says said neo if you let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day he's gonna do that like when did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old let a six-year-old let a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision for themselves himself or herself when did that happen like i don't understand that i don't get that he finds it puzzling when a, when a young child can't drive a car but can decide his sex. 
He's a Grammy award-winning ar- artist. He had no issue with the LGBTQ plus so-called community, which it's not one. Was raised in an era when a man was a man and a woman was a woman. That's right. That's right. Ian Miles Chiang posted a, a tweet about it. I'll share you this. Uh, I'll share with you. I'll share you. That's Mexican way of saying I'll share with you. This uh, Fox News article in the chat. If you're watching in the restream chat. On Rumble, I guess I'll post this for you. I'm going to delete that NATO thing. Uh, so here is... Oh, Lord. Okay. So here is the uh, post. I mean, here is his... I read to you that big, long, fake apology, right? Oh, thanks, spoiler alert. He's on it. Nice. He's, in the, he's even in the Rumble chat. Dope. Which means cool. Uh, so here's the, here's the uh, clip. Hassan, thanks, man. Thanks, Nick. What's going on, loved ones? This is Neo. Oof. All right, listen. I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think, about what I do, what y'all have to say about what I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. However, this is something I feel very strongly on, and I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. Okay. Whoa. I have no beef with the LBGTQIA plus community whatsoever. <laughs> I ain't got no beef with y'all. Do whatever the hell it is you want to do. Do what you want to do with your kids. <laughs> However, somebody asked my opinion on this matter and this is how I feel. I will never Ask. be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's <laughs> any book anywhere or any opinion that somebody's going to tell me that's going to make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that. That's just period point blank and that's how I feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a neo no more, all right? And I got no problem with that. I'm a hustler. All right? I'll figure it out. I got kids to raise, and I'm going to do that regardless. So with that being said, y'all have a good day. I love everybody. Live how you want to live. Love how you want to love. But your opinion is yours. Speak your opinion as much as you damn well feel like it. Because Whoa. as I said, they're not impo- They're not special. Everybody got one, and you're entitled to it. I'm entitled to mine. All right? Y'all feel how y'all want to feel. Have a great day. It's Neo. Peace and love. Isn't that nice? That was more genuine, right? That seemed more normal and genuine. <laughs> Terrible. Neo looking like plies, says Daler, Tyler. Did anybody know what, what's Hoots Plies? Did you laugh at that, Hassan? Yeah, he did uh, favor him in that clip for sure. That's funny. <laughs> or do they all look alike, says it, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know who that is. I don't even, even that explanation doesn't tell me anything because I'm that ignorant. Man, is the AC not on? I guess it is on. I'm just heated. Uh, right on. Isn't that so much better? Fire the publicist. You don't need a publicist, Neo. You know what I mean, Jellybean? 
even like I could see, I could even see the publicist's words bleeding into it because he said LGBTQIA, so-called community. <laughs> he doesn't talk like that. Oh, and I'm definitely going to educate myself on this. That's a publicist talking through him. So he's even still influenced through his publicist a little bit. But don't you? He looks half Asian. He looks a little bit like a Ice Cube. Touch. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Wow. The fan blowing on me. Sweet. <sighs> Good thing this, uh, maybe it's because I'm wearing black. Uh, so right on, man. <laughs> I don't agree with apologizing for you being offended. I don't agree with that. Uh, I always, one thing I don't agree with, too, one other thing that I don't agree with on Neo, too, and I do think that this is him, but this is his brainwashing, his upbringing. Because... Uh, the word heterosexual, he said, I am a heterosexual male or something like that, or man, or whatever he said. I wish I had a fan, says, uh, oh, I know, some of you guys, is hot, and it's even humid. No way, hey, he looked nothing like X, like Ice Cube, <laughs> whatever. You think Jennifer Aniston has a, whatever. Uh, hetero, the word heterosexual is like the word cis. It's just older. It's just an older brainwashing word to make normal people seem abnormal like the, all the rest of the abnormal people. Even though we are all abnormal. But heterosexual is a, is a word to m- pretend like homosexual, which sounds weird, make it heterosexual also sound weird. Big, make a big long word for just normal. Cis. Another special word to make the normal people seem abnormal along with all the rest of the abnormal, the transgenders and non-binaries and mess. The false identities, all the false identities. You're not supposed CIS, not CIST. <laughs> uh, Sean even shares from Oxford. Oxford is fake news. The dictionary, metrosexual, relating or de- denoting men who live in urban areas and enjoy shopping, fashion, and similar interests traditionally associated with women or gay men, but who are normal. Uh, supposedly. Meaning they still like females, but they just look like they're gay. I thought cis meant some kind of in-between thing, said Kilo Alpha Tango. Exactly. And so, like, this brainwashing was generation, a generation or two before uh, this, this heterosexual brainwashing was a thing or a generation or two before. It's brainwashing language. You're not even supposed to be, like, identifying with what, what you're into sexually. You're supposed to overcome that stuff eventually. Or know that you don't want to be, like, controlled by those passions and temptations and stuff. You know what I mean, Jellybean? Yes, I do, tennis shoe. But, <laughs> Neo, my first impression when I saw that the first time, this is my second time seeing it, I guess, uh, it sounded like he was trying to sound tough. And trying to make up for, and trying to sound real, and trying to make up for the embarrassing apology. Oh, and the replies. Did I actually put that in the folder? I don't think I did. The replies for Neo, to Neo, his publicist, all the right-wingers were like, uh, coward, coward. Even like Dinesh D'Souza was calling him. Coward, you coward. I hate you. That's a 
That's a hat tip to uh, Alex Jones and placeboing. Placeboing. Placeboing does remixes of Trump, Alex Jones, Breaking Bad. Check it out on YouTube. But <laughs> it's Alex Jones or Alex Jones something. You coward! Come on over here! <laughs> I hate you! Don't hate, kids. I shouldn't make it sound cool to say I hate you. But, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, the right-wingers all piling onto him. All joining into a mob, judging this man. Neo. Who's not even on Twitter. I mean, he has a Twitter, but he doesn't check it. He checks his Instagram, or he posts on his Instagram. He knows how to do Instagram. (laughs) That's where the blacks are. Except for black Twitter, but he's not black Twitter. (laughs) Uh, So... Nice. Right on. What did he post? (laughs) Okay, this blank is coming, getting out of hand. I will not be bullied into apologizing for having an opinion. Agreeing to disagree is not a declaration declaration of war. Lord knows I ain't perfect. No such thing as ain't, but he black. Maybe he's southern too. I've made mistakes indeed. And I've apologized to the people I've hurt for those mistakes. I couldn't cast a stone if I wanted to, which I don't, and I haven't. My intention is never to offend anybody, but my opinion is mine, and I'm entitled to it. I don't care what y'all do with yours. It's yours, how I feel. If one of my seven kids, four boys, three children, three daughters, I mean, I think, were to decide that he or she wanted to be something other than what they were born as, once they're old enough and mature enough to make the decision, so be it. Nothing I can do, right? Uh, Not going to love them any less. Daddy is still daddy, and he loves you. Regardless, he doesn't say irregardless, but this isn't even a discussion that they are mentally, until they are mentally mature enough to have such a discussion, period, point blank, whatever. Uh, He said, coexist peacefully, love is the only true power. Uh, I was tempted to say to the psych ward, if you're an adult doing this, because I disagree a little bit with the notion of uh, letting adults do that it's sort of a it's kind of let's be honest it's a bit publicly indecent public indecency potentially or oftentimes that's what I say anyway so anyway right on you Brainwashed black men. Let's, speaking of the LGBT, okay, I'm going to censor this completely so you will have no idea what I'm talking about. Wayne Brady. Is he the guy from Whose Line Is It Anyway with that guy Drew Carey? Is Drew Carey still alive? Sort of fat, funny guy. Whose Line Is It Anyway? And he has this crew, he had this crew, this was back in maybe the early 2000s, of young, supposedly talented, I felt like they were talented, funny comedians, and I felt like Wayne Brady might have been one of them. His face looks like it to me. Wayne Brady, black. Not to be confused with, oh, for sure, says Nick. Uh, it's, uh, and he did a pretty good job, although he did seem like he might be slightly effeminate. Could just be the mama spirit and people, you know, some men, grown adult men, have that effem- slightly effeminate to them, or maybe more than slightly, let's be honest. I'm just saying slightly to be honest. Kind of like, I mean, to be nice. 
sort of like I say, mildly attractive. You know, you can sense some attractiveness in there if you're, uh, uh, anyway. Oftentimes I'm being, that's a fair judgment, mildly attractive. (laughs) Drew Carey, 65 years old. Yeah, I wasn't thinking it was old. It's just that he was kind of fat and some of these fatter comedians die young. Some of the best ones. So anyway, a wolf in sheep's clothing known as NBC so-called news tweeted this out. And I do have this and I censored it somewhat. If you look closely, you can probably read the words. Wayne Brady is opening up. Oh, don't do that, Wayne Brady. About his... Uh, I have this as a screenshot. There you go. Wayne Brady is opening up. Don't do that. About his... I feel like I'm ripping this notion, this thing off from... from When Nick, the American anchor baby, who's live at noon uh, most weekdays, 4 p.m. on Fridays, typically, he, he says, schmaxine. <laughs> That's what I feel like I'm doing. Revealing that he identifies as... <laughs> what a joke. No, man, don't do that. That's silliness. The Let's Make a Deal host, I don't know what Let's Make a Deal is, but he has this toothy grin in this colorful suit. I feel like I heard Wayne Brady's name before and I had to look him up and I didn't know, I still didn't know who he was when one of my callers called in and when I was wearing that supposedly pink, it's not pink, it's desert pink t-shirt and somebody said, oh, you look like Wayne Brady because Wayne Brady wore colorful clothes. And so he has this baby sky blue hat with a red underneath it, bright red underneath it, and then pink and yellow and orange and blue and aqua or sky blue and white suit. Oh, what in the world with the pink background? Overly colorful, right? Too much uh, the perverse sort of rainbow, not the rainbow that Hassan is taking back. And hey, we're taking back the rainbow for God's promise. The Let's Make a Deal host recalled suppressing his <laughs> blank bloop, for years and dealing with shame. So writes the wolves in sheep's clothing, NBC News. And yes, Hake is signal boosting, but with a purpose, hopefully, maybe. I mean, it's not as though you don't know that NBC News and uh, CNN also tweeted about this. Call Me Nonsense Network, whom I read a lot. Are all are wolves in sheep's clothing? Uh, show this CNN tweet. Wayne Brady, known for hosting the TV show Let's Make a Deal, not known by Hake, not known by Hake. I only know whose line is it anyway. That was him, right? Has announced that he is. <laughs> ah, that's funny. I wonder if people know what I'm talking about who are not familiar with this story. Let's Make a Deal host Wayne Brady, no. Uh, says he is <laughs> I kind of like the fact that I'm censoring it. Anyway, so I go to the replies and under the NBC uh, tweet, I saw this 3A reply. Another wolf in sheep's clothing. A wolf S 
I'm thinking. Mala Beagle tweeted in response, Takes a lot of courage to announce that. Thank you. I hope he lives a happy and fulfilling life. Good for him. Says Lao, peace sign emoji, and orange something emoji thing in her. I assume it's a her. I don't know. For some reason, I can only think that this is a woman tweeting this. A woman posting on social media? (gasps) Terrible. And so this person named PZ on Lake Ontario says, Courage? Get well soon. (laughs) Pretty funny. Oh, and he... He, he got more... Oh, he, he ratioed her. That's funny. Well, I mean, he has a blue check, so yeah. But he got 65 likes, and she only got one like. I think it's... I'm, ass, I'm assuming that this is a she saying it had a lot of courage for Wayne Brady to open up about his... and identify... reveal that he identifies as... <laughs> Get well soon. So I look, and... You know, hey, so nosy, wants to understand the people, wants to under- know these people. So I looked into this pinned tweet, uh, this Lao's Twitter profile, Mala Beagle. Don't harass her, guys, unless you are, uh, I'm blanking on your name. That one guy over in our other resident, his, Brandon M. Brandon M. No, not Johnson. Brandon M. over on Odyssey. <laughs> He harasses them every time I say don't harass them, or so he claims. The pinned tweet on this lady, I think it's a lady, right? This lady's Twitter profile is just a random person, okay? July 28th, 2022, over a year old. Fire serial uh, sexual predator Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly, you're fired. Sharing an article from the far-left communist outlet Daily Kos. Kos? Daily Coast, I think, because it's written by a guy named Marcos with a K. Is that a Greek liberal or a black liberal or both? There are black Greeks. We have met one even in church with JLP. Republican sexual predators, abusers, and enablers, part 16. This is the 16th installment in the list of Republican sexual predators, abusers, and enablers. And it's a screenshot of O'Reilly getting fired from, like, what, 2016 or something like that? Was that when he got fired from Fox News? Faux News. Kissing up to the fake notion of... You know, it's funny because men are supposed... are, like, encouraged by their fellow men and boys, you know, and in their adolescent years and college and stuff to be all uh, into their so-called sexual exploits. And women are do that too nowadays. They like seduce the men. And the men seduce the women. So evil, right? And then they want to talk about sexual predator out of both sides of their mouth like it's a bad thing. Which it is, I guess, right? It's, a, it's not right. It's not right. But they're accusing O'Reilly and... <laughs> for uh, being a man who's who's like every other man and woman into, into the S word a little bit too much or in the wrong way, allegedly, according to them. So sick, a sick woman. So this sick woman is saying, good for you. It takes a lot of courage to 
come out and open up about your <laughs> and come out and that you identify as. <laughs> Okay, oh, she also retweeted Joyce Aline, some blue check on Twitter, liberal, female, who uh, is overreacting to Trump saying, I'm coming after you. Anyone who comes after me, I'm coming after you. <laughs> uh, no one who devotes their life to public service. And it has a picture and CNN article, I guess, about this Jamaican liberal Obama judge. I can only assume that she's a liberal if, if she's an Obama judge and a, bla- a Jamaican black female. I mean, I'm sure that there are some Jamaican black females who are not, but Obama judge and charging Trump or something like that. No one who devotes their life to public service should have to live with the threat of a former president is coming after them. Give me a break. Give me a break. Trump is not going after you like that. And public service, what a joke. These females. So that's it. This is the wolf in sheep's clothing who's, who's uh, supporting Wayne Brady in his perversion and delusion, right? In his, uh, mis- in his false identity. Hating the good and loving the evil. That's what I mean by female-minded liberal male. I mean female-minded liberal. This LAO person... Goes after the whites, Boston Globe, a black musician, they capitalized the far left Boston Globe. They capitalized the B in the word black. This is 3D here, uh, Hassan there, if you can put it up there. A black musician alleges he was attacked last summer in Boston by a masked Patriot Front members. You know, Patriot Front, the group that some of you guys think are a bunch of feds, but I don't know, that maybe they're just guys who are just trying to do things, I don't know. Maybe they're a little misguided, overexcited, on behalf of the whites. Armed with shields, sued the group on Tuesday in federal court. Corrupt federal courts. Uh, She also retweeted ABC News. Family members of the Uvalde school shooting victims expressed disappointment. All the liberal stories she's all into. Family members of the Uvalde school shooting victims expressed disappointment as leader of the panel probing whether any of the victims might have survived. Had the response been faster, says the group's investigation has come to a standstill. You know, these mass murders, mass shootings, mass murders happen in liberal towns by liberal messed up families, children, broken non-families, children. By the way, I heard that Uvalde mass murderer, Salvador Ramos, right? He died, right? Did he die? I forget. His cousin got arrested because he threatened to do a school shooting, too. I'm laughing, but it's not funny. I mean, it's sort of funny. But he got arrested or something. And then his mother, too, Salvador Ramos, his single mother. His father blamed himself. The single mother didn't take any responsibility. But she got arrested, too, for something crazy. Didn't I cover that several months ago? So anyway, this is the type of story and mess and messaging that this useful idiot blind supporting the blind lady supports. Last one from this gal, I think. Uh, 3F. She, quote, tweets an NBC, far-left NBC News article. More than 30 police officers in a Georgia county have been arrested over the past 30 years. Oh, three years, three years. 30 police officers in a Georgia county. Georgia county. Hmm. Hmm. 
Are these black officers or white officers or Hispanic? Georgia. I know there's a large black population in Georgia. Mm. Anyway, arrested over the past three years, mostly on charges of smuggling drugs or items into the county jail. Into the county jail. Or assaulting prison inmates or jail inmates. And some people call them heroes, says Mala Beagle, this woman who supports Wayne Brady and his delusion. Says, good for him. Not that she knows Wayne Brady, but anyway. It takes a lot of courage to be openly perverted like that. How old is Wayne Brady that he's into that mess? And you guys don't even know what it... What it uh... 51 years old. 51? He's not even, it's not even like he's 30 or something relatively young like Miley Cyrus, who's also that mess. Or Vosh, who's all young and into that mess. Brainwashed. Oof. Terrible. I mean, he did grow up in that degenerate world of entertainment. Look at, um, we're in this black. Oh, close your shirt, man. Oh, ooh. Too much. <laughs> Anyway, that's that. That's that story. Uh, that police officer's story. I wonder what the. I just wonder what the racial breakdown is of those cops. That's what came to my mind. Cause yeah, I know that white cops and white people are corrupt too. Always have been ever since Adam. Not saying Adam was white or not. Okay, I'm not making that. Not into that. But uh, I know that that's. But. There are lines that even corrupt people won't cross, right? As a cop, a lot of, there's probably some, many cops who would not cross the line of smuggling contraband into a jail for inmates, nor assaulting inmates in the wrong way. Justified assault? Yes, maybe. But uh, I suspect that per capita, uh, bad cop, bad cops per capita would not tend toward white is my general assumption. That's my impression. Where are the censor bars, hey? Did I miss? Oh yeah, I should have censored his I should have censored his uh, chest. Anyway, that's that's one example of a brainwashed black man. I'm going to get to more and actually there's a judge not even black white, a man a male judge who looks like Dr. Drew or something. Well, I don't know what that is. He gets flailing. Um, I'm going to play a clip of him after this break, but it's time for some music. It's Men's History Month. Let's play some at least somewhat masculine-sounding singing, if there is such a thing. <laughs> Shout out to the... This is not that opera singer. Who's that opera singer who's like has a really strong voice? Bocelli. This is not Bocelli. <laughs> this operatic voice is uh, Mark Solomon, who is a liberal on Twitter. We looked it up. Hassan, uh, not Hassan. Spoiler alert! And I each looked it up. This is called "Rivers Underneath" from uh, Staves Acre. It's a Christian band from the Tooth and Nail days, '90s Tooth and Nail days, 1999 album. Speak easy. I hope you enjoy it. You have musical Philistines. You can grin and bear it. You can press mute. You can cover your ears and sing la la la. Go outside, shovel snow, rake your lar- rake your leaves, harvest your crops. 
pick up those telephone poles that have fallen with the wind and rain, um, but don't get zapped by the electrical wires. Be careful. Be safe. Uh, Drink a lot of water, but clean water. Be right back for hour two. Hang tight. It's a radio pop hit. Jingle bells. Rivers Underneath by Stavesacre. 
I like this one. Oh, never mind. I wasn't Kilo Alpha Tango. He's not talking about I like this one. I don't know what it's about, but I like the passion. Something's heavy. He feels it pulling him. Click chest. I love Def Leppard. See you when I see you. Does Mark Solomon value his feelings? This isn't bad, though. Thank you, hate speech. <laughs> this is actually decent, Hague. Save me. <laughs> uh, the dreaded conservative said, This is actually good, decent, Hake. Ex Emperor of Cats said, He feels his pansexuality pulling him. Pulling him ever downward. <laughs> ah. It makes me want to stand on top of my Prius and shout at the sky, says Carver33. Not Hake. Not Hake. Uh, by the way, speaking of that pansexuality mess, Kevin Howe makes a great point on the Rumble chats. He says, if, if adults are doing it, kids will imitate. That's right. That's right. You're... It's, uh, the, it's a catching th problem. Uh, the devil in you and the devil outside of others in you trying to tempt you. Trying to tempt you into all kinds of perverse delusions and false values. Uh, so true. Thank you, Kevin Howe, for the point. Hey, Kevin Howe made a good point. He's not just this, uh, Ukraine simp. <laughs> around uh super chats on uh d live and elsewhere maybe 
DJ Jean-Paul Jean with a couple of diamonds. Well, 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 look who's hanging with the D-Live crew. That's right, Hake got a strike for COVID-19 vaccine misinformation, which I don't even make claims about it. I disavow all, um, all truth and lies that are counter to the uh, official narrative by the official accepted experts and authorities, false worldly authorities, you know? But it doesn't matter. All that disavowing didn't do anything. Hake got to hang out with the redheaded stepchildren known as D-Live. But I'm on all other platforms, too. Jean-Paul with another diamond. You can play one decent song. Your music still stinks. <laughs> Thank you, man. Oh, are you saying this might maybe have been a decent song? Hey. Somebody yesterday, it hurt my feelings so bad because I was stewing over it. They said... Stave Zaker wants to be Tool so bad because of yesterday's track, Colt 45 and Zizix. Uh, I'm like, maybe Tool wants to be them. Ever think of that? Over on buymeacoffee.com, I think we are all caught up as well as on Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. Oh, yeah. Yesterday I read during the uh, closing song. During Just What I Just What I Needed, originally by the Cars, covered by Goaty Hook. It's a fun cover. It's my uh it reintroduced me to that song, I guess. Hey hey, during the Rumble Week, since we no longer have to worry about the sake of your channel on YouTube, can you tell us how you really feel about Flat Earth? <laughs> uh I suppose I can, but it's no different from how I always speak, because I don't disavow Flat Earth for the sake of my channel. I don't think. Or am I supposed to? <laughs> I do notice that they put a... They put a, a... A note. If you talk about Flat Earth, the Earth is round, Flat Earth is an archaic view. <laughs> I can no longer show you my Flat Earth Society honorary membership uh, certificate because it's hanging on the wall along... And I took a photograph of it, but I don't have it for you at this time. Oh, maybe I could, maybe I could share it with you. I could probably do that. Alongside photographs of JLP with uh, Ann Coulter, Sean Hannity, uh, JLP with that rhino senator, former governor of Florida, known as Rick Scott. Sort of a rhino, in my opinion. Uh, JLP has a signed note and photograph and uh, badge stamp icon from uh, Sheriff... The Sher- I'm looking up at the wall over here on the studio of Sheriff... Uh, not Arpaio, the black one, the one with the cowboy hat. Um, David Clark. David Clark of Milwaukee. Man, where is this? see. Okay, I don't think I... Oh, I think I took a picture of it yesterday. When was this? Oh, here it is. Okay. Bum-bum, bum-bum. Oh, and also JLP alongside uh, Congressman and Colonel Alan West. Black dude from Florida who was running for governor, which made me... seemed a little interesting. Of uh, he was running for governor of Texas, sort of a carpet, a Florida carpetbagger, and uh, 
Higgs Flat Earth Society thing is is uh, on the wall as well. So let me uh, copy, save this, Hague F-E, shrink down the size maybe a little bit. Hopefully the, that doesn't decrease the quality too much. And share it with you guys. Hake F-E, coming into the folder, Hassan. Hake F-E, short for Flat Earth. Uh, what I really feel about Flat Earth, to answer your question, pardon that strange interlude, guys, uh, is silly. I have fun with it. Uh, I know that I would be wrong to look down on you, and sometimes I fall into that, and to, like argue with you and puff up and all that stuff. There it is. That's, uh, Sean hanged some of those, or one of those anyway. Been hanging stuff. Hung. Hung some of them. Hanged is when you hanged a man. A man was hanged, okay? Meaning executed by hanging on a noose. But hung, he hung a bunch of, maybe a dozen or more, uh, Framed different things and zoom in on that flat earth society thing so you can see Hake's uh, honorary membership signed by the president of the flat earth society. But yeah, I, I really don't, I think it's uh, silly, it's a silly distraction, just like so much of what we get into and argue about and everything else. And you shouldn't believe anything just on make, jumping to conclusions and making assumptions and thinking that something doesn't make sense to you because you have limited understanding of how things work and whatever, you know. But uh, an honorary membership to the Flat Earth Society for his tireless efforts in promoting or signal boosting, which is the same thing, I guess, the Flat Earth people to people all over the world, which I do. And thank you to show Sugino... I have many flat earthers in my chat, and I appreciate and love them. If I love anybody and appreciate anybody, Susan Brown, secretary, and Rick, I guess, president. Nice. Almost looks painted because uh, photograph quality was uh, kind of far away. Nice, huh? Pretty cool. Uh, thank you, Carver. <laughs> Have I spent too long on the flat earth already? For the uh, coffee and the question, did I answer your question sufficiently? Did I? All right, let's get to this uh, other brainwashed non-black man. This judge. George Floyd fallout, okay? George Floyd... (laughs) You know, he's the guy, Georgia, Florida, Florida. (laughs) That's how Earl used to speak. My second favorite caller, who is, we don't know where he is or whether he's alive in this, on this, in this realm. Activist, liberal, female-minded, male, white-looking judge stated this. Clip 21, I think, from The Recount. The Recount tweeted, a Minneapolis so-called judge, the recount is a far-left liberal outlet, I think, has sentenced Tu Tao, Tu Tao, 
Is that a Vietnamese name or something like that? AAPI, certainly. Asian American and or Pacific Islander. T-O-U-T-H-A-O. A former police officer who held back bystanders. Wow, he literally had to hold back bystanders as others' officers pinned Georgia, Florida to the ground. Sentenced to four years and nine months in state prison. And here's the video. Two minutes and nine seconds. This judge preaching at to Tao. The opening words especially got me. Talking about, I wish you'd, I'd seen more remorse. And you listen to this judge. And so White, again, he looks sort of similar to uh, Dr. Drew, except maybe less fit. Uh... Here's this doctor talking. I'll, I think I'll tell you who it is. Oh, Peter Cahill. C-A-H-I-L-L. Tu Tao says, my, I, did not, I did not commit my, these crimes. My conscience is clear. I will not be a Judas, nor join a mob in self-preservation or betray my God. Wow! Wow! Tao spent 20 minutes telling the court about rediscovering Christianity during his 340 days behind bars. Wow, hey, hey, hey. See, these evil things can result in good. Hey, he just said he was distressed by Floyd's death but denied any role in it. I wonder if he turned on Chauvin, Derek Chauvin. Uh, He was merely a human traffic cone while he held back concerned bystanders, meaning meddling bystanders. Mind your own business, silly bystanders. I almost said stupid. While I was former officer, Derek Chauvin, chin-up king, serving life or something in prison, who is white, knelt on Floyd's supposed neck, supposedly, for nine and a half minutes, while the black man pleaded for his life. Supposed man. That's uh, NBC, I mean CBS, uh, opining by calling him a man. <laughs> he was not a, a real man. Anyway. May 25th, 2020 AD. Uh, so he sentenced him to nearly five years. And here's what he, this so-called Judge Peter, who denied Christ, <laughs> Cahill, C-A-H-I-L-L, States. Here is the uh, clip. Mr. Tao. Mr. Tao. To be perfectly honest, after three years of reflection, I was hoping for a little more remorse, regret, acknowledgement of some responsibility. Uh, what? Unless preaching. Why? I'm not, and I'm not going unless to. preaching. You're the one preaching. Uh, rehash. All the facts from my order, which I found that the things you did and the things you didn't do make you guilty of this crime. I can rehash all that. Suffice it to say that I think your culpability is less than Mr. Chauvin. Okay, but well above Mr. King and Mr. Lane. Shout out to the boomer. An experienced senior officer who was in the best position to save George Floyd. Accordingly, it's my belief that a sentence at the top of the range would be condign punishment. So as to count two, having been found guilty by the court of aiding and abetting manslaughter in the second degree, 
after a trial pursuant to Minnesota Rule of Criminal Procedure 26.01, Subdivision 3, judgment of the court is that you are convicted of that offense. Count 1 is dismissed pursuant to the negotiation. You are sentenced to 57 months in prison with credit for 340 days already served. This sentence will be concurrent with your federal sentences. I apologize, Your Honor. And will be served at a federal facility designated by the United States Bureau of Prisons. Upon release from your federal sentence, you will be transferred to the Minnesota Department of Corrections to serve the remainder of your state sentence unless alternative arrangements are made with the United States Bureau of Prisons. Shut up, You're King. provided DNA samples required by law, and you are prohibited from possessing firearms and ammunition for the remainder of your life. Pay a fifty dollar fine, seventy five dollar surcharge, and three dollar law library fee from prison. Repeal. Any Repeal questions? that law. Oh no! God bless you, sir. All right. All right, we're adjourned. Thank you. Right on. Right on. The judge talking about, I wish there was a little less preaching. You're the one preaching, judge. I mean, I don't know what this guy said for 20 minutes. I'm talking about taking sides. Hey, taking sides. Keep in mind, so-called attorney general, not a Christian, light-skinned, mixed-race, black, uh, Muslim Keith Ellison is the attorney general in Minnesota, in the state of Minnesota. Former congressman did not swear on the his with his hand on the Bible. He swore with his hand on the Koran, which I've heard and I don't know if it's true. Uh, says you can lie to the to the infidel, but he's not a serious Muslim, I don't think, because he's a liberal. <laughs> So he's not even a serious Muslim. Most of them aren't. Most of them are liberals. Oh, uh, Papa, this Peter Cahill guy. So they said, oh, Keith Ellison was in the courtroom like every day that I saw anyway in this trial of former officer Derek Chauvin. Ridiculous. But, uh... Accept nothing better to, than to accept your lot in life and uh, be better, not bitter, as the uh, old saying goes. And you can get your t-shirt, better, not bitter, from the, the uh, Rebuilding the Man, Bond, Re- Bond Rebuilding the Man Teespring store. Nice, huh? A lot of, uh, just because he was... Uh, he was in the streets when a when a, there was a white cop doing his job. Maybe he went overboard. I don't know. And because the cop was white, they railroaded him. Aaron McIntyre quote tweeted that video th- tweet that I shared with you. The tweet from the recount and the video from I don't know what. Uh. Arun McIntyre said the only people insane enough to still join the police force to join the police force still will be uh, those who are completely loyal to the party. Yeah, I mean, the police force won't even let you on in uh, L.A. Remember LAPD on the Hake Report when Hake co-hosted with Joelle Friday one of those times? Joelle Friday applied to the LAPD, according to him, and he answered a question maybe too honestly. He didn't say what it was, I don't think. And uh, 
they picked up that he was an independent thinker and there they don't like independent thinkers. Joel would be a great employee of the LAPD. One of their best. But no, they don't want the best. They want uh, compliance to the liberal false values of PR-dom. PR-dom. Public relations-dom. Which has been infiltrated and corrupted by the mama spirit, which supports evil and condemns what's right. Condemns real authority, such as cops doing their job. It looks a little rough to us, the lay person. The lay person with the lilting, weak heart, faint of heart, might not be tough enough to handle such scenes, which is why body cams, I say, are a bad idea because uh, you don't need somebody breathing down your neck, uh, scrutinizing your every move when you're doing your job. I get that, uh, I get that there are issues. People claim that they protect both sides. Not really, because two people, a fair-minded person can see a video, yeah, that looks kind of rough, but I wouldn't call it murder. They, they literally accused Derek Chauvin of murder with an asterisk and convicted him, supposedly. He's going to appeal to the Supreme Court. I don't have high hopes for actual justice to win. Only a pathological devotion to constantly outrun McIntyre uh, tweeted, continued with his tweet. Only a pathological devotion to constantly shifting uh, progressive dictates could possibly keep the revolution from eating you alive. And even then, it's dicey. That's right, because evil people turn on one another. Evil eats. The evil in the person eats the person alive and causes the person to eat other evil people. Evil versus evil. Evil versus evil is not driving out evil. It is, uh, it is making sh- ensuring that evil wins. It's not like what Jesus said where a house divided against itself, driving out demons. No, it's not driving out demons. It's spreading demons. It's spreading demons. It's, it's tempting the people who know that Georgia, Florida was no square, no angel, that he was an unemployed drug addict with a, with a criminal record. And uh, had some issues and seemed to be overdosing and stuff like that and not complying. Uh, It's tempting those people to fall into the demonic hatred and anger of of the evil people who are pretending that Black Lives Matter is a real thing. Cernovich had an interesting statement. You know, the center-left guy, independent journalist and writer and substack guy and... Documentary filmmaker, Mike Cernovich, he's been on the JLP show. He's all, if a cop knelt on the back of a scuzzy white druggie who made everyone's life hell via his petty crimes and violent robberies over decades, I would not identify with the criminal at all. Yeah, whites don't do that. I don't know if Cernovich is normal white or not. I know he, I think he turned Christian again. I'm not sure. I think he was raised Christian. I would not identify with the criminal at all, nor feel any grave injustice occurred. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know if he was one of the ones. I sort of inwardly overreacted a little to the knee on the neck. Oh, he is human, bro. (laughs) Uh, 
Claston Bernards tweeted, he's called into the Hake Report and the, and the Jason Lee Peterson show before. Olympian uh, said, can't argue with that. In response to, uh, to Mike Cernovich. He's been on the JLP show as a, as a guest, by the way. Claston Bernard, as well as Cernovich. He spoke at a men's conference before and cussed a lot at that particular men's conference. That's right, man. That's right. So, uh, anyway, that's... Oh, he, that reminds me. He quote-tweeted somebody the other day of this, this Black Guns Matter guy. I wonder if I have the screenshots of this tweet on my phone. This might be too much already. Uh, man. Um, this Black Guns Matter guy is like, oh, you know... Uh, George Floyd was an American, and he was a victim of police violence. You know, the police state weren't... A lot of people are not fans of police because police enforce the misguided politicians' rules. They don't punish crime anymore, and they just punish the mostly decent people. I get that. I get that. They break up peaceful right-wing rallies and white rallies, and they... uh, support Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They kneel with Black Lives Matter and all kinds of mess. They enforce mask mandates and shutdowns of, of uh, stores and they arrest paddleboarders who are paddleboarding out, out by themselves, social distancing from the world during the China virus. So yeah, I get the police are, are even, are not immune to the corruption of mankind. But, uh, mess. Neither are the blacks. <laughs> uh, kind of goes without saying, but it's true. It bears repeating. It bears stating the obvious. It's one thing I learned uh, from watching JLP and watching the reaction, the insane reaction to JLP, stating obvious truth. Obvious facts. Nice. So, speaking of the blacks... Edumacators, edumamacators, propagandists, teaching TikTok history, teaching history on TikTok. History that you might not learn in school, according to CNN. Scholars, they're calling them. (laughs) Scholars has become another buzzword for like jogger or stuff like that by some of the people who are not the biggest fans of the blacks. Shout out to the blacks. Scholars and teachers are increasingly using TikTok to share history, seldom found in textbooks, supposed history, right? And their edumamacational content is seeing enthusiastic response from, like, media people, celebrities, black celebrities, and stuff like that. So basically, this is a puff piece. I have a couple of couple of screenshots of these blacks who are TikTok historians. A few of them, anyway. It's a puff piece on these black activist historians, including a Gen Z historian and a knowledgeable sucker who fell for the Black Lives Matter lies. Nonsense. Okay, so this CNN article by Harmeet Kaur in CNN posted today. 
Uh, scholars and educators increasingly using TikTok to share history seldom found in textbooks. There, yeah, see that guy? He's like teaching the kids. The black kids. And he's wearing a t-shirt and jeans. Oh, hake-like. Oh. What's that word? Casual? Oh, casual Friday. What's that t-shirt say? Uh... Their content is finding an audience. 2022 survey from the online learning platform study.com found one in four TikTok users in the U.S. use the platform for edumacational, edumamacational purposes, with history being one of the most popular subjects. Huh. But it's not, it's not worthwhile history. It's uh, feel-good history. No, I don't know. I don't know the, the content of this history, but it's, these guys are into the black thing, so I don't have real high hopes for what they're learning. It's not like the... The uh, skills and, edu- and real somewhat education-oriented Asians and Chinese who are all into that stuff naturally going on TikTok to learn education because that's their culture. It's uh, feed the ego of the blacks history is my guess. I'm assuming. In 2021, I think it's a fair educated guess, right? One of these educators is Kahil, oh, Khalil Green, K-A-H-L-I-L, Green, with an E at the end. Also known as, on TikTok as Gen Z Historian. So it's not this guy, it's the younger guy. In 2021, he was a senior at Yale University. Oh, no, <laughs> black guy, Yale. I can only, am I assuming, am I wrong to assume or suspect affirmative action? Don't know. Anyway, I don't value Yale. Anyway, uh, this Khalil Green, TikTok Gen Z historian, posted several videos around the intense amount of whitewashing that happens during Martin Luther King Jr. Day, highlighting quotes from the so-called civil rights leader that reflected his radical views on race and class. Yes, thank you for that. I sort of agree that this man was, was actually no hero. On, yes, MLK Day should not exist. Thanks a lot, Ronald Reagan. You know, because an evil Congress at the time, even in the 80s or not, I guess it was 80s. Yes, it was 80s when he was president. This black activist Congress male uh, endlessly submitted for him to become a, a, uh, for MLK, Martin Luther King Jr., Michael King, to be a hero and get a day named after him, a national holiday. No non-president has a national holiday after him, I don't think. Not even Benjamin Franklin or... I don't think Thomas Jefferson even has a name after him, a day after him. Thankfully, one guy does, based... Robert E. Lee, General Robert E. Lee, has a holiday after him, but it's not federal, unfortunately, I guess. Uh, seeing an enthusiastic response, this Khalil Green guy launched a series called Hidden History. Yeah, so this guy was a communist. Anyway, a communist, seemingly. Atheistic, communistic, evil. Not a... It wasn't just about judging based on character. It was about... 
which is not what it was about anyway. It was just a feel-good line. And that was basically what the Southerners judged people based on anyway. They didn't judge you, they just separated you. The blacks, you know, and the whites. Some of them judged, of course. And the blacks are always judging based on race, by the way. By the way. That's why they judged uh, Officer Chauvin as racist based on nothing. Anyway, uh, lesser known moments in the nation's past. Nativist origins of the Pledge of Allegiance. Nice. Nativist. Nativist is supposed to be a bad thing in their minds, right? Nativist means I'm a Native American. I am a Native American. Did you know that? Not that I'm American Indian. I am native to this country. I was born here. My parents were born here. My, most of my grandparents, I think, were born here. And their grandparents, their parents, uh, some of them were born here. Some of them, uh, maybe not. I know them on my grandmother's sides are like Scottish and Danish. Okay. All right. But anyway, um, nativist. That's what they pretend that nativist is a bad thing, I think. The human zoos that put people of color on display for the entertainment of white people, he says. So he's amassed more than 600,000 TikTok followers. And that's affirmative action as well, because blacks get a pass for the black-oriented education, anti-white so-called education and propaganda. Some, some true propaganda, I'm sure, and some false uh, and twisted propaganda. But blacks do get a pass because of the culture being messed up. Whites should be... Shameless, anyway, for the truth, but, but wise and smart, knowing that the, that the culture is against them currently. Uh, his hidden history videos, educational content, blah, blah, blah. I always saw my work as filling in the gaps in U.S. education system, he told Coming Nonsense. Does he have a, does he have a, he has a earring. Oh, I should have censored that. No, man. He's Gen Z. He doesn't know better. He has an earring on his right ear, I think. What's that mean? Don't tell me. I'm grabbing my spittoon. Two. (laughs) Terrible. Okay, so blah, blah, blah. How history is taught in U.S. public schools can vary significantly from state to state. Most curricula cover foundational moments in U.S. history is slavery, civil war, so-called civil rights movement, all... Uh, all destructive things, really, to America. One, each one worse than the other, to be honest. Slavery, uh, uh, probably a net negative for America, right? Slavery. But not as bad as the Civil War. Civil War was worse than slavery, I would say. So-called Civil War. 600,000 dead. Uh, that's evil. Brother against brother, that's not good. So-called civil rights movement was feeding even more anger and spiritual brainwashing and uh, delusion and destruction and communism. So it's even worse probably than the civil war and slavery combined. I think, right? (laughs) Wrinkle hands bing bong. (laughs) It means he's not morally straight. Okay, uh... So the so-called civil rights movement, very, very destructive. But people think that's progress. Progress toward hell. Progress toward hell. Crazy, huh? Isn't that wild? And I grew up thinking slavery was bad. The Civil War was 
good because it ended slavery, and the civil rights movement was better because it ended supposed forced discrimination and forced segregation. But it also forced integration and forced this fake love mess and the fake idea of the anti-discrimination laws, affirmative action, all kinds of mess, evil stuff. So anyway, California textbooks, uh, for example, tend to emphasize the experience of so-called marginalized groups. Oh, you mean whites? You mean whites? Whites are pretty marginalized. (laughs) Can't even have a website and be pro-white in America. Uh, Anybody ever heard of uh, Daily Stormer? You have to, they have to go out to all these different countries to get service (laughs) for their website. So that's pretty marginalized, I would say. Why it's being censored like crazy by social media establishment. That's pretty marginalized, I would say. Whites who don't sufficiently hate whites or join into the anti-white mess. Or Christians, too. Pretty marginalized. Is that what you mean? Uh, Men, children. Right-wing attacks on so-called critical race theory have also taken a toll on history and education, according to Commie Nonsense Network uh, writer Harmeet Kaur. Harmeet Kaur. A woman, by the way. So she says... Between September 2020, which was when school came back with the China virus shutdowns, and July 2023, officials at the local, state, and federal levels introduced nearly 700 measures to re- restrict teaching around imaginary race and imaginary racism, according to a tracker from UCLA School of Law, University of Southern California, Los Angeles. Some lawmakers and officials try to limit such instruction that knowledge can be that knowledge can be vital for students. Says says this far well, I'm calling him far left. I have no no idea, but he's this other black guy, Ernest Krim the Third, former high Krim, C R I M, former high school teacher who now makes edumamacational content for TikTok. This Ernest Krim the Third. Look at this guy with his afro. <laughs> Looking all anyway, Krim said he grew up in a segregated neighborhood in the south side of Chicago. Duh! It was bused to a majority white neighborhood for much of his schooling. Oh, lord! While he noticed the differences between the two neighborhoods as a child, it wasn't until he he took a Black History course in college that he began to understand the systemic issues at the root of his experience. Not just that your culture's messed up. Oh, it's the it's the out, it's the white man. The white man is a system. Uh, he taught high school history, elective African and Latin history, 2016, after a woman heralded the N-word at him and his wife, allegedly, at an outdoor festival, so he claims. I don't know, maybe it was caught on camera. And after a string of high-profile police killings of black people nationwide, I cracked, he started posting educational content to Facebook and Instagram. High-profile police killings of black people nationwide. Uh, I was JLP producer during most of those times, and most of those were justified or legitimate uh, possible accidents, you could call them. But he's like, I felt like the curriculum wasn't really doing enough to teach... Oh, and he's brainwashed against the N-word used by anybody who's not black. Apparently. A woman hurled the N-word at him. Was it a black woman or a white woman or what? 
or Hispanic woman or Asian. <laughs> I saw a funny Korean, a video of a Korean woman, restaurant owner, I guess, cussing and talking all black because she learned English apparently from blacks. <laughs> To a black employee of hers who was just sitting there like a bump on a log and she was doing work, cussing at him and talking all this black talk at him. <laughs> uh, so maybe it was that lady who cussed at him, said the N-word at him. Anyway, uh, I feel like the curriculum wasn't really doing enough, says this guy, to teach students about, uh, he probably said kids, about systemic issues that they're born into, he said. So he is an evil mama spirit, right? Blind elite misleading the blind. Made him a mini celebrity. Ava DuVernay, Monique, D.L. Hewley. These are all Hollywood libs. Monique, JLP interviewed her. Uh, D.L. Hewley interviewed JLP, a pro radical homosexual guy, family man. Into the Black Thing. Ava DuVernay, also into the Black Things. She made a movie called Selma. And it was all propped up by these... Uh, and she also made the uh, Central Park Five uh, propaganda Netflix series or something like that. Ava DuVernay. When They See Us. Something dumb like that. So these uh, celebrity blacks who are all into the Black Thing are all excited about this guy. So it tells you what he's into. For me, it's about sharing this information to empower, educate, most importantly, strategize how we can create equitable, meaning communist systems, starting at the grassroots level, he said. So, uh, oh, last little thing. Let me just skip down. Um, Don't trust everything you see on TikTok. (laughs) Last little thing. Then I'll get to calls. Uh... Don't trust everything you see on TikTok. Good advice, CNN. <laughs> There's a wealth of information to be found on TikTok and on the internet. Of course, Google suppresses some of the most interesting information if you do Google, Google searches. So does YouTube, so does Twitter, so does Facebook. They suppress the best stuff. To this day, uh, the platform comes with its fair share of challenges. Historians and scholars content lives alongside creators without those credentials. Like credentials means you're telling the truth. Stupid! Means you're brainwashed and saying the stuff that's approved by the communist infested anti-white infested kiss-up mama spirit infected academia world. Doesn't mean you're telling the truth. Not that the flat earthers are telling the truth always either, of course. But the flat earthers are closer to the truth on this race stuff than than these edumacated, edumamacated people are. Terrible. I may have spent too long on that. Let me get to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. On the line. Rick, thanks for calling back, man. How you doing? What's up, James? I'm all right, James. And you? I'm fine. Appreciate it. Wow, man, I tell you, man, I guess um, the blacks and the liberal de- well, Democrats and uh, the liberal, uh, liberal media, they try and eat best to start a race war, man. I know. And, and people fall for it. People fall for the, uh, 
mess. Because, you know, it, it looked like that was, that was sort of staged to me. You know oh, you're, I mean? you're talking about the... Uh, you're talking now. You're talking about what was sort of staged. You're talking about the brawl in Montgomery, yeah, Alabama, yeah, absolutely at the yeah. boat dock. I don't yep. think it's staged. I think that people fall into. Uh, I think people fall into stuff, and you'd be surprised what's what looks kind of staged because it looks so predictable and like people falling into their roles. But mm-hmm. people really are NPCs, non-player characters. They're robots. They're animals. They're predictable and wow uh, what what about it looked staged to you i don't want to totally you know, dismiss it but i, I don't I, well, no, my it impression just, it is it's not like, it just looked like i don't know man it just, so it just like, tell the people what happened because i have not covered this story i saw it on american oh. anchor baby uh john from kentucky called in yesterday with the story i wasn't able to get to you because you called in yesterday late with the story uh right. tell us what happened well, what happened on someone from the fence? I saw. Oh, stay close to your on, phone, Rick. Stay close to the phone okay. and in a place with good connection. You're... Yeah. So, can you hear me, Jane? Okay. Yes. And what happened? It was a ferry pulling in, right? Okay. So security officers asked the white guys, "Could you move your boat?" They had like a boat there, right? Yeah. In the way so, of so the ferry, the ferry's bringing cars and other people or something. Correct. Okay. So he's going to ask them again, and he asked them, and they wouldn't move it. And a security guard, a black security guard, took it upon himself to move someone else's property, which he should have called the police. That's what I would have did. Oh. He well, took it and moved, and, them, and a white guy hit him, and the other white guy jumped the security guard. Yeah. And the blacks came, and the blacks came from all over the place. Right. It was certainly questionable. I don't know if he did wrong or right with the not calling the police. Because, you know, police take forever to show up, potentially. Well, you know, I, I, I would, you know what? What I would have did? Yeah. Because the security guard, he's there to protect his property. You can't get enough. This is like if I, um, you, came, if I, you came to my um, restaurant. I'm saying if I had a restaurant. Yeah. I said, James, um, you need to move your car. You refuse to move your car. I can't take it upon myself to get in your car and move, move your car You'd have to call the tow company. Right. I call, I, I call the police, and so that way they they have the authority to get it towed. Yeah. But I can't go get in your car and drive on and move it. Fair. Now, Fair. That, that, now that's, the only, that's the only thing I wish the security guard would have And then if the police would have came, the boat would have pulled in until the police got there. Yeah. Interest, yeah, in hindsight, that's definitely something that he should have done. Uh, I wonder if he was reprimanded for breaking, because probably protocol, it's kind of like a, you, you're not even supposed, security uh, loss prevention, they're not even supposed to stop people who have, are right. shoplifting. Even, even like, if some go like, some go down at a club or something or a restaurant, security is going to protect the club, but they can't go touch anyone else's property. Yeah. The, sec- the security can manhandle you if you're in a club. Yeah, they can. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah. they can. Because you, you, you're you in their property. Right. You know? Interesting. So they can do that. And, and um, so it just escalated from, from there. It just escalated. Once now the white guy, should know, they should have jumped that guy. Or they should Obviously. Jumped. Yeah, they're, it sounds like they were... It sounds like they were both wrong, and they were both fighting, and none of them needed to yeah. be fighting. And and uh, 
Interesting. And a lot goes off. You know, I don't know how the security talked to those guys either. I don't know how that went down. Yeah. So if you sit there talking to them like dogs and stuff, they're going to like, so damn you. And the first right. thing you know, the blacks came on. And, uh, so, so you said that it looked staged to you? Yeah, it's just something that looks, I don't want to say staged. Right. Um, I just want to say, um, you know, I'm, you know, I, I mean, I'm going to say staged, you know, um, it's like, it's like, it's like they, it just, I don't know. I don't know. Just something weird about it. You know what I mean? It was weird. It was weird. I, I I did not r- enjoy seeing it. It looked ridiculous. Right. It looked ridiculous, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I I did see some people trying to break up, looking like they were trying to break stuff up, and other yeah. people being over aggressive, which is predictable. Yeah, predictable. Right, because um, because actually too um, I would you know like, also in my prediction, who else get arrested? It's the white guys, which they all did. Uh-huh. That black guy who was using the chair, like he was in the WWE. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he was. He got that chair because no one had no weapons but him. Okay, yeah, right. You know, so he he should get charged. Uh, Big Bump says at one point it looked staged to him as well. It was. I mean, it was some, some. I don't know. I, I can't really describe. It just didn't look real to me. But but have you ever seen witnessed uh, a fight where people come charging in and stuff like that? Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and when that. you've witnessed that, maybe in person, maybe not on, maybe on camera, maybe not on camera, did those mm-hmm. look weird and sort of predictable or staged or scripted to you at all? No, you know, like, like in real life, I've seen a fight. It looked like you know it was for real. These guys, did they look like they were really trying to hurt each other badly? Uh, I, not to me, just some. Just, you know how Jessica say it's like a setup. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I mean, there is there is uh, people make bad decisions sometimes, and that right, causes right. conflict. Like what you said about Absolutely. the uh, the people who left their boat in the way, and they weren't supposed to yeah. allegedly. And then the guy who allegedly met, messed with their boat, which wasn't his property to touch, also yep. uh, a bad decision and stuff. And people then get all crazy sometimes. And that person they said it was racist. It wasn't even racist. You know, it was racist. It was like some guys didn't want to do what was told because you get that out of black people, white people, green people. You right. get that. Everybody's been rebellious. Uh, it's so funny was, when everybody else be going to Was it... Was it true? I th- I thought I heard. I wasn't listening closely on JLP today when t- Tony from California called into JLP today. I thought I might have heard JLP say that it looked like he saw whites fighting whites and blacks fighting blacks too. Was that the case? I didn't see no whites fighting whites though. Maybe uh, maybe he meant whites holding whites back because there were some that were trying to break stuff up on both sides. I think I could be wrong because it turned into yep, yep. like. Because what John from Kentucky seemed to be excited about and happy about was that uh, the blacks joined in and stood together against the, or fought together against the whites. He seemed to like that. Sure, boy. Hey, 
just trying to start a race war. That's all it is. Nothing serious. <laughs> uh, Nick says there was one moment when the dock worker, a white dock worker, I guess, was trying to break it up, and the initial guy who tackled the black guy punches the white dock worker. So a white guy punching the white guy who's a scalawag <laughs> working yeah, at the dock. That's right. Working at the dock. <laughs> scalawag is yeah. a reference to the uh, the beautiful Southerners. Shout out to the beautiful South who do not appreciate these traitors. You know, it disturbs my spirit when I see that, though. When I see those brawls. Like yeah, I'm not a fan of this violence. Even if it's yeah. even if no one's seriously harmed, I don't. I didn't really right. hear about anybody being seriously harmed. But it's, I'm not a fan of showing it. Even Absolutely. The, 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 like the black-on-white crime that we sometimes see, I, I've yeah. really haven't been, even been showing them. It's, uh, yeah. it's too common, and it's just... It, it's not, I mean, it's good to know that it happens, and to be alert, never relax, as the saying goes. Uh, mm-hmm. You should be relaxed, but ready and alert. Right. Keep your wits about you, and don't be foolhardy or thoughtless. Keep your mind with your body so that you don't do foolish things, potentially bringing harm on yourself and or others, and uh, provoking people who are easily provoked to anger. Cool, man. Cool. Thanks for the input, Rick. I'm glad you were able to get in. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Take care. Well, love you guys. Y'all be blessed. Thank you, and happy Men's History Month to you. Hey, likewise. Nice. All right, guys. Uh, this has been the Hake Report. Joel Friday TV will be joining uh, Hassan, I guess, in this studio here. Hassan's helps him, helping him out. Joel Friday TV is live on Tuesdays at 11. Hey, Spicy88 says, I have never had an ounce of sympathy for Floyd. Never, not once. And I'm a woman. You're a manlier, more uh, level-headed woman than Hake. Uh, Spicy88, I appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Let me just double check on buy me a coffee and other stuff. American Anchor Baby is coming up after Joel Friday TV. Okay, so uh, a fun Tuesday, busy Tuesday. I think we're all clear on the supers. Thanks again, Rumble people. I should be back on YouTube uh, next Monday or Tuesday, I guess. Red Dirt Farm making fun of my beta stream, saying, how's that disinval, meaning disavow, disavow, everything working out, (laughs) face palm emoji. Thank you, man, whatever. Uh, guys, this is, enjoy this track. I'm going to step away as I play this to give Joel Friday time to, uh, enjoy it. So any other super chats that may come in, I will read those tomorrow. Enjoy Goaty Hook from the 1998 album Songs We Didn't Write. This track is True Faith, originally by New Order from 1987. Hope you enjoy it. Goaty Hook, Christian punk rock band, pop punk band, covering true faith. True faith. Enjoy and adios, America. Joel Friday next.
Bye-bye.